Mesechta's brachas, Perek Zion, Mishnah Dalet, and Mishnah Hay. We already explained earlier that when three people eat together, they have to make a brachas hazimon. But here we're adding that they're not allowed to actually not do zimon. Even though we learned earlier that the chayim to be mizamen, so it's mashu as a chidur. So therefore, what's the chidush in this mishnah? So the gemara asks this kasha, and the gemara answers in dafnon many turutim and many different purushim in the turutim. We're going to just say over two of them. Number one, there was a havamid that the chiyuv of zimon is only when they ate three from one slice of bread. So therefore, the Tan is teaching us that even if they're eating the separate breads, they're still not allowed to be separate for zimon purposes. The second teretz says there would have been a havamid that only when they ate kezayis ke'echad. From then on, they're not allowed anymore split up. But if they didn't eat a kezayis, but rather they only made a moitzi together, they still could go ahead and split. Kamash one that even. They made a birchas hamaitzi together. They're not allowed to, and they didn't even, even though they didn't need the kizayis yet together, they're not allowed to split up anymore. V'chein arba, v'chein chamicha, in order not to be mivatel from some of them in the midst of zimun, or, or uh, if they won't have three at the table, so they're being mivatel in the midst of zimun. But shisha nechlokin. Once you end up having three and three, they, they could separate. It's not like surprising them if it's better not to, because bread from the smelach or not. That's the Magen Avram says. But the Mishaburim says mikufzad the gemos of cutting yud olive right. That six people could separate even the chatechila. Ada saro, so because then you can end up having three together. But vasara in the because now there's an extra rubik for shemayim because they can say nevarachol lekenu, and if they're going to be mechalik, they're not going to be able to do that anymore. Till shiyu esrim, then they can they could break up because then you can end up having two chaburis of ten, and you can end up having kvod shemayim that way. Mishnehei. They didn't eat at one table. They ate in one house, though. Since part of the group could see the other part, the second group, they could go ahead and starve to Zimun. And as we're talking about over here, where every Chaburah already had a Shir Zimun, as that's the Shabur brings down, Mishan Degra, Dafka, if they already had each a separate Chiv, then the three of them could say Nevarach Shachalnu, whether it's ten, they could say Nevarach Lodakainu. But if each group only had a part of a minion, they can't be starved because this serve cannot create a new Chiv. But the Shittis Ramban and the Rajba and the Be'alacha brings this down in Kutzadi Hay is that even when the Chaburah was of uh, um, uh, one, one group of one and one group of two, the two that Starfus now creates the Chiv Zimon, still in all that works. And Pashas, the Loshatana is Chaburis, it's Mashu that each one had a Shir Zimon, but it could be two Chaburis means of. To each, but from the Hemshcha Mishnah, that if they don't see each other, each one is Mizamal Atzma, it's Mashma that, that each one had a separate shear on their own, but in the ratio is Mechadish that they could go ahead and combine because we read from they can be starved by the fact that they're one house since they cannot see each other. The last section of the Mishnah of Birchat Sayyai and Lachar has nothing to do with this parak, and we'll explain in a second perhaps some Halakhwa comes in over here. But the Mishnah says, In the previous parak, we learned that wine has a Hashivas that you make a very prayer in those days, the wine was so strong to the point where they couldn't even drink the wine. They had to add three sections of water to each cup of wine. And to show the Shvachavaretz, they saw they actually used to add water in the middle of Berch Samaz when they got to the words to show how strong the wine is. And if they didn't stick in water, if they didn't pour in water, they would make a very eight, like on grapes. They used to make even on wine that's raw, meaning that it wasn't yet diluted. They could go ahead and drink it with other things. So without Mayim, and obviously this is only those days where wine was not ready to be consumed without it being diluted. And Shekhanach has brought down Reish Ayin Beis and Chaz that nowadays um, the 
the wine is more chashiv before we go ahead and do mezigah. The tzlachim, Sechlis Brachas, Afnun wants to know why this halacha comes in over here. And first he wants to say that we're talking about over here the Kayis of Brachas Hamazen, that they make the wine, uh, the Agafen afterwards, and we don't make a Brachas Hamazen on any other juices except for Alayyadzim and Anovim. Therefore, if you don't dilute it, you make it by prayer eight, you're not going to be able to use it for Kayisho Bracha. But at the end, the tzlach says that this halacha over here is based on what we learned in the previous parak that wine with Taycha Mazen, you need to make a Bracha on it even with Sudo. So therefore, what's the halacha if you go bring wine in the middle of the meal that's not diluted with a Bracha by prayer eight, then you can't make a Bracha in the middle of the meal. It's like any other mashka that doesn't have a Chashivas of wine, only when it's Mazik. And at the end, he says, he clears over there that you can make a Bracha Mazen even on wine that's not Mazik, Ayin Sham, in the tzlach, in Sechtas Brachas, Dafnon.